Welcome to another episode of Surviving Empathy. I am your host, Brian Russell of Chef Bry Comedy, and today I have my wife, Rebecca Russell of Chef Bry Comedy, and uh, today we're going to talk about migraines and headaches. I've been uh, having a series of headaches uh, for the past few days. Uh, I don't consider these ones necessarily migraines, but I do get a lot of migraines, and my wife is a chronic migraine sufferer, and uh, we're also what you would consider hypersensitive in that empaths and so I want to kind of talk about uh, what it means to be a hypersensitive person uh, dealing with uh, the real world because we often deal with uh, chronic migraines or chronic pain Uh, there seems to be a correlation there Uh, and we'll also get into uh, some of the remedies that we have found over time and then uh, we're going to talk lastly about uh, you know just the difference between science and pseudoscience um, because I think a lot of people that if something is natural, well, then it must not be scientifically grounded, you know, and that's not always the case. So I think there are ways that we can introduce natural components to holistic medicine that can have a positive effect in your life. Um, that doesn't, that's not to say that we shouldn't listen to the experts because science usually knows best, but sometimes it's okay to take a um, dual-pronged approach, if you will, where you can use both medicine and natural ways to achieve total body health and fitness. So that's what we're talking about today. So grab yourself a healthy snack, a healthy beverage. Stay hydrated, folks. This is going to be a long one. And uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see you on the other side. Thanks for listening. Welcome to another episode of Surviving Empathy. I am your host, Brian Russell, and this is my co-host, Rebecca Russell. Say hi. Hi. So today we're going to be talking about something that's very relevant to me and her. Uh, We're talking about migraines and headaches, and uh, we want to kind of gear that towards um, empaths and hypersensitive people. Um, Most regular people don't seem to get as many migraines and headaches as people who are a little bit more uh, energetically or intuitively sensitive. And so I kind of wanted to go into that a little bit. And then I want to kind of go into uh, total holistic care, overall body health and holistic care and just, you know, having the right attitude to, you know, have a healthy life and lifestyle because a lot of it is mental. You, You don't realize how much we talk ourselves into or out of good health. And so I want to kind of go over that a little bit, but uh, yeah. So uh, anybody who follows my social media knows that um, I've been suffering from headaches for the last few days. And uh, uh, for me, a lot of it starts from uh, weird weather patterns, you know, up here in Oregon, uh, we get a lot of, uh, you know, rainstorms. And then when you go from a rainstorm to a sunny, clear day, uh, the pressure on your head changes. It kind of creates a vacuum. And so what happens is that your, your sinuses are trying to equalize. And in doing so that, that vacuum tends to put pressure on your uh, cranial nerves and then X, Y, Z, you know, we end up with a headache, right? Uh, In this case um, that was part of it um, because we've had really nice sunny weather most of the time. Uh, But yesterday and the day before and today it's been kind of like uh very windy and then overcast in the morning and then it gets to sunny later. And that's very atypical of this time of year. Uh, we get that a lot in the other parts of the year, but right now in the summer, uh, generally we don't have to worry too much about that. But um, yeah, I wanted to uh, also mention that the reason why I have a headache is because 
um, I have uh, hypermobility in my neck. Uh, I'm 47 years old, and uh, back in the Army, I used to wear, you know, a helmet. Uh, and then later on in life, um, you know, I just had a, you know, active lifestyle. And all that, uh, uh, plus cracking your neck for 30 years, will give you hypermobility in your neck. So don't crack your neck all the time, guys. Don't do it. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> so so what's what what I have now is hypermobility in my neck. And so as a consequence, every once in a while I get what's called impingements, where you might get a little pinched nerve or something that's or maybe the the fibers of the muscles bunch or something like that. And so yesterday I did what's called traction, where it's this like inflatable uh tube that you put around your neck and then you <laughs> You know, and you pump it up and uh, it stretches out your neck. And it's a really good way uh, for people that get chronic headaches, chronic migraines to uh, straighten that neck out, pull all those muscle fibers and uh, get everything working correctly again. You know, that's the main uh, premise behind chiropractic care is uh, if you have a kink in the hose, you know, uh, things start to get impinged, whether that be nerves or lymph or muscles or whatever. <clears throat> and so uh, when you unkink that hose, everything flows as it should. And as a consequence, you will have more robust health, you know. And so that's the thing of it there. Um, but, yeah, I just wanted to kind of go into this because, yeah, I am feeling like shit today, you guys. I am not kidding. Um, uh, I, I woke up uh, today. I had done a little bit of traction last night. And... Uh, you know, just feeling uh, worse for wear, you know, not as bad as yesterday, but um, just feeling fatigued and tired. And so I wanted to bring uh, Rebecca into this because uh, she is a migraine sufferer and we're both migraine sufferers. <clears throat> and our doctors uh, give us uh, what's called uh, rezatriptans. And th- th- that's a certain type of medication, a certain class of medications that you can take for chronic migraines. Um, but I wanted to kind of go into... <clears throat> Uh, what she goes through and and uh, how she deals with it and how uh, she can uh, empower herself at her workplace in order to not get fired due to the absences based on uh, chronic chronic migraines. And <clears throat> for you guys who have migraines, you probably already know this, but I for somebody who may not, I want you guys to understand what your rights are. And so, uh, yeah, babe, um, I'll tell you guys real quick first, uh, the way I started getting migraines, uh, it started in high school. Um, I was, um, I was swimming. We had swim class because we had a pool there. And, uh, I guess for whatever reason, you know, cause I wore glasses in high school, I would take off my glasses and I'd swim um, and then the chlorine would get in my eyes. And then uh, I ended up with this really bad, what's called a migraine with aura. And the aura is kind of like when you get those kaleidoscope eyes, you guys, you, you yeah, ever get that? It's, it's different for everybody. but <clears throat> Yeah, kind of waves and yeah. lines mm-hmm. and sometimes squiggles, uh, sometimes kaleidoscope eyes, you know, where mm-hmm. things kind of get all fuzzy and weird for a while. And so I ended up having to go to the nurse's office. And that was the first time I ever got a migraine. And so most of my migraines in those days were migraines with auras. Um, And then I noticed in California, I would get migraines uh, when spring and um, uh, autumn would come to pass. Because what happens is, is the sun, when it sets, it sets at a really sharp angle. And what that does is it cuts through the ozone and it actually increases the amount of sunlight it, it increases the angle of the sunlight and so what happens is those deep uh 
bright, uh, you know, sunsets would often cause me to get migraines, not to mention the changing of the season changes the barometric pressure, etc. And now I'm not a meteorologist or any of that. And we're not experts, you guys. So this is coming straight to you guys from uh, the point of view of that. My wife was a medical assistant for 18 years and I was an EMT. And so we do have medical training, but we're not uh, trained professionals. We are not doctors. So please, uh, this advice and what we say is just for your uh, basic understanding. We're not trying to give you medical advice. This is more of like what works for us. Our experiences. Yeah. And our personal experiences. So um, anyway, so that's how my migraine started. And then um, I was getting uh, back in when we first met, I was getting in autumn, I'd get a lot of uh, headaches that time of year. And I'd kind of just go around in sunglasses until it sort of went away on its own. And those days I didn't take really anything. All I did take was, uh, you know, just, uh, migraine medicines that have caffeine in it and things like that. Uh, so I'm going to hand, I'm going to pass the mic as the beastie boys (laughs) would say over to Rebecca and, uh, I'll let her kind of tell you guys about her experiences with migraines. And from there we'll start, uh, going into, uh, possible remedies and, and whatnot. All right. I'm up. You're so up, kid. So looking back, I think I probably had migraines as early as grade school. I just never knew. I always used to describe it to my mom as my head feeling nauseous, which I now know is a migraine for me. And when I was a kid, it was mostly food related, especially there's one dessert my mom used to make us on our birthdays and it was really good, but it was graham cracker crust, jello pudding and good old Cool Whip. Cool Tons of chemicals. Oh, so chemical when stuff, I had yeah. that combination of things, I remember getting headaches every time yeah. I ate that and seemed to be more food related when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, I do remember getting them in high school. Don't remember what the triggers were then mm-hmm. um, into college, into now. Mm-hmm. Now my biggest triggers are weather, the barometric pressure changes. Mm-hmm. I too. don't notice as much as foods anymore. Right. Although if I overload on Doritos or something too many days, I'll probably get a yeah. get one from it then. Um, hormonal things definitely affect it. Stress, mm-hmm. the state of my neck and my shoulders, which yeah. every doctor that feels it says it feels like granite back she's, there. She's a sloucher, you guys. For any of you guys <laughs> that slouch a lot, um, she yes. she push, she holds herself with her her, her shoulders down and, and, and uh, pushed forward. And, and that that kind of uh, causes the neck and shoulder muscles to sort of bunch and that can cause, yeah, headaches over time. I'm my posture right now, as you're saying. Yeah, it makes you more aware of it. But yeah, that's definitely one of my triggers. And like I said, every doctor that feels my muscles back there just tells me they feel like granite. And that's a big, big trigger for mine. Yeah. And I don't get auras very often, um, maybe once or twice a year. My very first one I remember happened when I was working at Bath and Body Works. And all of a sudden, I had a big black void in the middle of my vision, just a big circle where I couldn't see anything. First, I thought I'd looked up at one of the little circle lights on the ceiling and gotten that little where you look at a bright light and then you have Mm, that weird eye mm -hmm. reaction, but it didn't go away. Yeah. And I called my mom after work and she finished describing for me. She had experienced the same thing. So mine definitely have a genetic Mm -hmm. component also. Yeah, My mom gets them. My brother gets them. My sister gets them. Right. Possibly my dad. I'm not sure. Yeah. And that's where we defer because, um, yeah, my family aren't real big headache people. Um, that's what 
is so weird about it is that I get chronic migraines to the point where, and you guys might experience this uh, out there too, where you, you end up having, you know, five to 10 headaches a month. And it gets to the point where your employer starts to not believe you. It gets to the point where people start dismissing your pain and suffering. And, and that's unfortunate because it's, it's a real thing and you do get it uh, quite often. And there's a many different reasons and factors that go into why you get so many headaches. And yeah, I think, I think it, it's everything really, you know, uh, you might be putting too many chemicals in your body. So if you guys drink uh, diet soda with aspartame. That was my hugest one. That's when I realized when I was drinking a diet Pepsi every day at lunch and mm-hmm. I got a migraine every day. Kind of it took me about a month, but I finally yeah. realized well, I was that getting, aspartame was tricky. Yeah, I was getting panic attacks from aspartame way back in the day. Yeah. And I when once I realized what it was, I cut back on the diet soda and it went away instantly. And so you guys, um, aspartame, not to get controversial here, but aspartame uh, was invented by the army uh, back in the days of Agent Orange, and and it, and when they found that it didn't serve as a uh, <laughs> a, a toxin for war, uh, they found out that it was super sweet. But hey, and, it tastes good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then they it, it, they marketed it as a sweetener. And so I would just say, if you guys are um, trying to get away from real sugars and all the calories that come with that. I would recommend more natural things. Now, like I said, I'm not a I'm not an expert, but um, uh, I gotta you know gotta satisfy the lawyers out there. But um, but I would recommend instead of um, instead of real sugar or aspartame or things like that, there are safer alternatives. Um, the safest alternative in terms of artificial sweeteners would probably be uh, sucralose because sucralose is uh, a sugar molecule that they pair with a chlorine molecule. And while that sounds weird, um, it's taking the best part of the sugar minus the calories and uh, creating sort of a, a synthetic uh, 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 element that creates, it's it's much sweeter than sugar, um, but and so you don't have to use as much of it. But that's probably uh, the safest artificial sweetener. Now, there are other things that you can use as well such as uh, xylitol. Xylitol is a sugar alcohol. And you might see that a lot in uh, chewing gums and stuff. Uh, you'll see xylitol gum. So if you guys, you know, want to get away from sugar uh, or artificial sweeteners, which you should, um, I would definitely uh, look into xylitol gums. Although too much of that has other side effects. Right. Very, uh, like, the gu- very- <laughs> like the diet gummy bears, the sugarless gummy bears. Xylitol can also cause stomach cramps and uh, diarrhea and such. So be careful how much of that stuff you consume, you guys. But um, but another and an- so another uh, one that is really good uh, that we use a lot of is stevia. Now, stevia comes from a root. It's basically a plant. And the stevia root is super sweet and it's low calorie. And uh, it's perfectly natural. And so um, I we drink uh, this stuff called Stir, not to promote them or anything. We're not affiliated with them. But Stir is a, a flavor enhancer, a water enhancer flavor. Uh, and it's called S-T-U-R. And, and yeah, it's just uh, made from stevia root. And mm-hmm. so it has flavor, uh, artificial sweet uh, flavors in it, but it also has a natural, uh, you know, stevia sweetener. And so you, you get away from you know, the spikes of your um, energy, you know, you don't get those sugar spikes 
or crashes and and also its low calorie. So that's what I would recommend for that. But um, you got anything else as far as? Um, well, I was talking about auras, so yeah, I'm go gonna, for it. I just want to describe describe what my auras are like now. They're yeah. very consistent. I only had that circle in my vision maybe twice. Now they're kind of squiggly squiggly shapes that are black and white stripes. Which sounds oh, really yeah. weird, but mm-hmm. I've actually seen a, a thing on Facebook that had kind of artistic representations of different auras that people experience. And that was kind of kind of a common one. And I do remember years ago when I was trying to get a diagnosis of migraines, it was probably 20 plus years ago. And the lady I saw told me because I didn't have auras, it wasn't a migraine. Yeah, which is she's, complete. She just bullshit, does. Yeah, she doesn't understand. That's just that was at the time a and lot those, of people thought that that was the only indicator right. that it was a migraine. That's so. that's what I heard too. Because even my mom, like the other day, remember she said, mm-hmm. "Oh well, I only get the ones with the I get auras, you know." And mm-hmm. and so we had to tell her, "Well, that's not the only kind of migraine because there's yeah. there's also what's called cluster headaches, and that's usually what a migraine is is when you have a cluster headache They're where very it, similar to yeah cluster headaches where there's just so many there's a different kinds yeah they don't know i mean there's still migraines they still don't know exactly what causes them what the mechanism is it's kind mm-hmm. of all guesswork still it's, well, and there's so many factors that can play a role in getting a headache, so for me, for instance. Um, my neck plays a role in it a lot. I have hypermobility in my neck, as I said. And so I'm always having to hang upside down. We have an inversion table where we hang upside down and uh, I've gotten pretty good at it. I'm almost like Batman now. I can, I can stay under on that thing for like 10, 15 minutes with no problems where all the way down too. Um, and so that really helps, uh, decompress your uh, vertebrae. Um, it helps straighten everything out and, um, Remember when we were in California? Remember that chiropractor I had? Mm-hmm. Uh, he did that thing where he you lay on your back and then he'll put his thumbs together, his hands together, and put his thumbs out, and then he'll push from the bottom to the top of your neck as you push along back. Yeah. yeah, along the vertebrae of your neck, and um, that would uh, kind of squeeze. And and what that is meant to do is sort of um, compress your um the nerves in your neck so that it would um not only help uh push out some of the toxins and whatnot but it kind of does this overall massage and it starts aligning Mm -hmm. and straightening out those nerves which kind of when you look at it it's kind of like a form of traction it is without a yeah it's traction without the trick yeah without Mm -hmm. the machine exactly so yeah if you guys are having um headaches um do try to rule out before anything rule out the weather uh, you know, bad weather, abrupt changes of the weather often cause it. And then also look out for, um, you know, your neck and spine. If you, you might, if you have lower back problems, if you have uh, shoulder and neck problems, chances are they're contributing to your headaches. And uh, so that's the first thing. And I would, I would rule out. Uh, the second thing would be definitely diet because um, staying away from uh, MSG, which is a, uh, which is a flavor enhancer, um, uh, and, and just so you guys know, a lot of people don't know this. Um, if you're looking at ingredients on a package, there's also something called yeast extract. And yeast extract is a natural version of MSG. And a lot of times these companies, these sneaky shits will 
sneak it in there and pretend like it's all natural. People are looking out specifically for MSG. Yeah. So if you're looking out for MSG, also don't just look for the words MSG or monosodium glutamate. Also look for the word yeast extract because that's a lot of times they, they get around that by saying, well, it's natural. <laughs> it's a natural. What? Mm. It's natural. It comes from yeast, <laughs> you know? So yeah, just look out for that. But um, nitrates. Yes, nitrates. Medicine. Absolutely. So anytime you guys, uh, uh, any fans of sausage like me, I love me some good sausage. Um, but a lot of these sausages now are made with nitrates and nitrites. And uh, those can, can flare up a uh, headache. So if you guys are not sure how you're getting these headaches, um, oftentimes, like I said, it's it, check your diet. Because if you're putting nitrates in your body um, for wine drinkers, uh, sulfite, sulfites, mm-hmm. sulfites are some, uh, a natural part of the winemaking process. And those sulfites can also cause headaches. I remember a few months ago, um, I, I woke up in the middle of the night and I wasn't feeling great. And uh, I was just feeling anxious. And I thought, well, let me put myself into a more relaxed mood. I'll drink a little bit of wine. And I drank, a, I, sh- I slammed a glass of wine because I wasn't I didn't want to stay up a long time. I slammed mm-hmm. it. And before I knew it, man, I had the worst headache ever. Yeah. So you don't always know that that's what's going to cause it. So if you guys are uh, drinking alcohol and you notice that they give you headaches, oftentimes it's the wine-based product that you're not even aware of uh, could be causing it. So that's that's my two cents there. Um, <laughs> and um Strong smells can do it a lot too. Yeah. Sometimes certain perfumes will just Mm -hmm. immediately trigger a migraine. Yeah. Which is weird though, because I worked at Bath and Body Works for five years. Nothing. Didn't give me migraines. Unless I smelled a certain scent really close up. Yeah. Um, But as a just kind of a general atmospheric thing, I was able to work there. But some perfumes and scents Mm. will definitely trigger one for me. Yeah. And bringing all that back to being an empath or a sensitive is that. If you have fibromyalgia, if you are a hypersensitive person, if you are just hyper aware of your body, um, chances are uh, it doesn't take much to, you know, kind of send your body over into into not feeling good mode, you know, because, uh, you know, the natural homeostasis of our bodies is constantly in flux. And so we're always sort of one, you know, thing away from uh feeling not well, you know, if you didn't drink enough water, uh, dehydration, dehydration can cause a lot of headaches. Definitely. That's why it happens to me when I'm traveling, I think, is especially in a car trip, I don't want to drink a lot because I don't want to make a lot of pit stops. Mm -hmm. And then when we get where we're going, instant migraine. Yeah, yeah. And the stress, stress causes them and also Stress. stress letdowns. Yes. So I'll have a really stressful week at work and the my first day off and think, wow, hmm. I'm going to relax. It's going to be great. And then horrible Bam. migraine. Yeah. Because it's the letdown. Yeah. That's called a letdown, you guys, where say you're just kind of full steam ahead for the week and you're, you're, you're going through your uh, week and you're working a lot and you're busy. You're getting up every morning. You're go- showering. You're going to work and it's just go, go, go. Uh, by the time uh, you end up on your weekend or that your day off, you end up with this letdown where you sl- you sleep fine and nothing's going wrong. But then, yeah, you wake up and you realize the emotional letdown of finally being able to relax can actually throw your body out of flux. So you're damned if you do and damned if you don't. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And, that, well, and that's why it's really important that in order for total body health, 
that there's certain things that you guys can do and that what that we do that sort of help us, um, you know, uh, not only um, true medicine, but also what's called holistic remedies as well. And and I kind of wanted to cover that at the end. Don't let me forget, but we're going to talk about the difference mm-hmm. between science and pseudoscience and holistic medicine, because I think a lot of people think that all holistic medicine is pseudoscience, and that's not always the case. And I want to point out the distinction here in a, in a minute, but um, what... Um, Oh, I lost my train of thought. That's all right. I remember one other thing we <laughs> Go wanted to for talk it. about. Go um, for speaking it. <laughs> of being hyper aware of your body. Migraine day. <laughs> exactly. Um, in the last probably year or so, we've both noticed that a lot of people will get signs that there will be a migraine coming. Yes. And I never realized it before, but I have noticed Telltale that, signs. Yes. For me, uh, the day before or a couple hours before, I'll get like, I'll start sighing a lot. I'll just... <sighs> And it's just, it's weird. I don't know right, why it's triggered, right. but that has, that has come to be a sign. It's probably like a yawn. It's it like, could, it's your bo- brain probably requiring yeah, oxygen. Possibly. Yeah. And then also, um, I'll get depressed sometimes. I'll have just yeah. some weird bout of depression for no reason. Right. And then a couple hours or a day later, I'll get a migraine. So those are two of my well, signals. And, and that, and that kind of goes into some of my telltale signs, which is, uh, a day or two before I get a migraine, I end up very uh, irritable. I can attest to that. <laughs> <laughs> and well, and the thing is, is that depression for me doesn't make me cry. It makes me pissy. And, and that's one of my signs too. Yeah. yeah so, depression. so depression for a lot of guys, especially guys who, you know, not necessarily are afraid to cry, but maybe just aren't natural criers. Um, crying can be a wonderful way, by the way, to get out your uh, frustrations. And so if you're hurting, whether it be physically or emotionally, I suggest a good fucking cry, man. Like go put in, <laughs> go put in a sad movie, man. And and if you have a good cry, you would be shocked at how good you feel afterward because mm-hmm. we as a society are told to be tough and to, you know, especially guys be a man, what are you doing? You know, but, but crying is, is an essential part of of letting out that stress letting out that pain and so i would recommend crying now i'm not a big crier like you know i think my wife has seen me cry maybe three times in 12 years um but it's not for a a lack of wanting to i mean i if i could cry every day i would i'm just not a big crier and so i've noticed that when i'm depressed yeah i get really uh short tempered i get irritable um i get cranky, I get nasty, um, I get smart alecky, I get short with people, you know, curt, mm-hmm. you know, I get yeah. curt with people. And, and I don't mean to do it. But um, it, it is one of the signs like, oh, what's going on. And I've, I, I've noticed that, you know, and how do you tell when a person's like that, if they're always like that? Well, that's I don't know. But, <laughs> you know, you're just gonna have to figure that out. But, uh, but yeah, for me, if I'm in my normal, you know, frame of mind, and all of a sudden, I just feel super irritable. Um, that's when I start drinking more water. That's when I start, um, uh, for me, I go for a run, um, running, uh, recenters my body. In fact, I'm going to try to go for a run tonight because, uh, after that traction and drinking a bunch of water, um, and a decent night's sleep, I, I still feel off. Um, but, but running really seems to just kind of, uh, you know, you sweat out all those toxins, you, um, exert yourself. And you really get um, your body recentered. It it it's, it does something magical to your brain. 
you know, all those endorphins and, and dopamine and serotonin start kicking in. Um, and it also what it does is it gets rid of any, you know, negative things in your body, like uh, lactic acid and things like that. So, so if you guys, I really would suggest if you, if you're not a runner, like Rebecca's not, um, no, <laughs> I suggest running and I know running can be terribly boring. And I know a lot of people get very frustrated with it because it's monotonous, but <clears throat> like, that's why I run on a treadmill and that's why I, I watch movies because movies, uh, uh, capture my attention, but unlike music, like I said in a previous episode, uh, music, um, makes me too amped up. Like if I'm listening to Metallica mm, or something, yeah. I'm like, yeah, you know, <laughs> and then it makes me tired faster because I'm trying too hard. It almost, I overexert because of it. I'll put in like, uh, you know, um, just some metal song and I'll just be like Mudvayne. Mudvayne does that to me. Mudvayne, <laughs> they kick ass and they're just, you know, and, uh, and while it does help you with, um, strength training, like working out, you know, like, weight weightlifting and stuff um that's okay because it's short bursts of energy but when you're running you need that sustained uh energy and sometimes if you're emotionally overly jacked up on on good music uh it doesn't matter if it's metal or not just if but if it gives you this like really yeah you know um it'll tire you out and so i would recommend watching movies that you've already seen before like anytime you guys see on my Instagram, I do run reviews. Uh, it's never a movie that I've never seen before because I don't watch new movies on the treadmill because I can't quite pay total mm -hmm. attention. So when you watch a movie that you've seen before, you, you know what's coming. Um, and it's still entertaining and it's still a lot of fun, but you know what's coming and therefore it doesn't throw you for a loop. And so, um, trying to strain your attention while running is not a good idea. So I would just suggest run cardio if you're not into cardio um yeah definitely like uh you know exercise bike or uh what's that other thing uh the help me out i don't know what's that I thing that what does this elliptical yes thank you <laughs> so elliptical work is really good because it, it combines cardio with strength training and anytime you're not feeling well i know it seems um counterintuitive uh, but yeah, go for a, a walk, go for a light jog, go for a treadmill walk or run, um, lift a little bit of weights. Um, you know, of course, consult your physician first. I'm not an expert, but for me, um, whenever I need my body to reset, because a lot of times I get into what, you know, these negative patterns of thought. And sometimes in order, the only way I can break that is to feel healthy again. And the only way I can feel healthy again is to start making better decisions about my health. So whenever I think I'm not eating right, whenever I feel like I'm, you know, not exercising enough, um, uh, it's all an attitude. And so I really suggest you guys, you know, uh, uh, plan your workouts. Even if you're not doing it as much as you would like, stay mindful. Stay mindful of your cardio routine. Stay mindful of your exercise regimen. And even if you're only doing it once a week, um, at least think about it. You know, make the right decisions when you're eating. Um, and that's not, that brings me to another thing that when you're eating, uh, you know, they, you know, back in the day, it was like three square meals a day. You have your breakfast, lunch, and dinner. But now people are finding that that's too much food. That's, if you had yeah. two, three full meals, um, that's a lot of food. And so unless you're working out a lot or, um, just have a very hectic job, I would modify that a little bit. You know, you know, consult, 
consult your dietitian, consult your doctor first. But for me, what works is um, Rebecca and I do what's called intermittent fasting. And so what that does is um, you eat your last meal uh, in the evening and then you might have a late night snack. And that's the last time you eat until the, you know, way late in the afternoon or even early evening until you have a meal again. So usually intermittent fasting involves um, between 12 and 16 hours where you don't eat anything. Now, again, consult a doctor because some people might, that might not work for you. Um, And it works really well with my schedule or our schedule. Yeah. Because my usual work day is 1.30 or 4.30 until 10. So I don't Mm -hmm. get off work till 10. We stay up until three o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Sleep the witching until, hour. Exactly. We got to wait for the ghosts. Sleep until 11 or 12. And then I don't mm-hmm. really get hungry before I eat. So it, it just works with my natural body rhythms. Yeah. So it works for me. Well, and that's so, another yeah. thing, you guys, about headaches and not feeling right is that you may not know it, but you might be a night owl and not know it. And our society is geared towards early birds. And so yeah. not only do you get to the point where you're always going against your body's natural uh, circadian rhythm, but also you get the extra pressure of people judging and ridiculing you for being a night owl and being a night owl doesn't make you a lazy person. And, you know, I I get that a lot from my mom and that, that generation. Like, I've been up for hours. Like, yeah, good for you. And when you're in bed, I'm working. So, you know, yeah, I was a medical assistant for 18 years and had the usual eight to five, 30 to 6. I was exhausted all the time because I just, my body won't let me fall asleep early. Right. So I was always tired. And now that I've got this weird, weird, according to society schedule, I don't feel like that at all. I feel like it's, I'm finally doing something that works with my natural body rhythms. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so that's, that's what we're, what we're saying. If we're saying anything is listen to your body you know, listen to what it needs. Now I, I talked about that in a previous episode uh, on my fitness episode, fitness donut into my mouth episode. Um, listen to your body. It's okay to have sugar. It's okay to have caffeine. It's okay to eat a little bit unhealthy from time to time. But if you have a uh, specific needs in your diet that you're not meeting, you don't know what might be going wrong. And so you may be having problems, um, with too much sugar or too many chemicals. You may be having issues uh, because um, you're getting too much caffeine and you don't realize you're you're developing a caffeine sensitivity. So I would just recommend, you know, knowing your body and staying on that mindful path where maybe you're not working out as much as you want, but always staying consistent to what works for your body because getting up early, going to bed early isn't for everyone. And for me, if I tried to get go to bed, like, I mean, you know, every once in a while, like I have a dentist appointment or something and I have to be there at 10 o'clock. Like I have to be at the eye doctor at 7 a.m. in September. Oh, yeah. I'm going to die. It's yeah. Gonna be three hours you might as well just stay up. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And that's not necessarily ideal for everybody. And yeah. so um, when I wake up early, man, I feel like shit, you know, and that's mm-hmm. just not how my body works. And, uh, uh, and, you know, so, yeah, just be mindful of your body. Um Stay hydrated, you guys. Um, if you guys have a Fitbit, Fitbit, uh, and a lot of these sports apps, um, you, 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 it'll give you notifications. Hey, man, are you drinking your water? And, and my recommendation, they say the recommendation is about eight glasses per day. And that may sound like a lot, but that's, I think, eight, 12 ounce glasses. And that may seem excessive, but for me, 
I go with 90 ounces or more per day. Um, of course, you don't want to overhydrate either. Some people have died from overhydrating. Mm-hmm. You, if you drink too much water, what happens is you thin out the electrolytes in your body and that changes the uh, electrocardial rhythms of your heart. And so if you drink too much water, you might stop your heart. So, of course, talk to your doctor before doing anything. But um, for me, what works is uh, staying nice and hydrated. That keeps a lot of my headaches at bay. Yeah. And she's really bad at staying hydrated. (laughs) I am most of the time. Sometimes when I'm at work, I drink more water. Because I'm moving around and I get yeah. thirsty. Mm-hmm. I don't do it as much at home because I don't get thirsty. And it's right. hard to make yourself drink when you're not thirsty. And sometimes. by the time you're thirsty, you're already dehydrated. dehydrated. Yeah. yeah. So so that's another thing. Um, what else? I would say, um, so so for us, um, and your results might vary, um, I take uh, Culturel, which is a uh, probiotic. And uh, scientists are now saying that um, your stomach is your second brain. Now, it's not literally doing the thinking, but what they're saying is, is that gut health uh, is very important to your autoimmune system. And so uh, keeping uh, up to date on your probiotic, staying uh, healthy with that is very uh, beneficial. Uh, And so I take uh, two uh, probiotics every single day, uh, sometimes more if I'm eating dairy because it helps counteract the effects of inflammation from dairy. Um, but then also I take uh, turmeric. So turmeric is a very good natural anti-inflammatory. Uh, and so um, if you guys want to know what kind, uh, reach me on Instagram. I'll tell you, I'll show you guys what kind I take. Um, but try to find the ones that have the uh, black pepper extract in it. That uh, seems to, what they say is that helps your body absorb it more readily. So um, anytime you're getting a turmeric, uh, make sure that it's co- coming from a reputable source and that it has uh, the black pepper extract in it because that helps your body absorb more of it. Like by 2000%, it says like a very, oh. very, yeah, mm-hmm. shockingly different. Um, so and then what else? Um, I wanted to kind of go into our so intermittent fasting um, uh, moderation. Just keep your meals within moderation. Once you guys have intermittently fasted for a little while. Now, check with your doctor. Check, you know, listen to your body. If you're hungry, eat. For God's sake, eat. Um, if you're thirsty, stay hydrated all day long. Usually, and try to stay away from uh, sodas and, and empty calories and empty sugar. Um, you know, I drink water all day long. It has my stir in it because I don't like the taste of water. Um, <laughs> my friend Craig, he, he calls water, he, he says, I don't like water because it tastes like mouth. tastes like mouth (laughs) whose mouth (laughs) but yeah water can be very bland and boring and so i would recommend a healthy uh water flavorant i use stir um but yeah stay hydrated um you know moderation is the key um you know and rebecca and i aren't perfect eaters you know you guys anyone who follows us on instagram can see we're not perfect eaters (laughs) Um, you know, I, we try to limit our carbs, um, but I love carbs. And so as a runner, um, it's actually okay to have carbs. And the only reason why carbs are quote unquote bad, uh, is because if you, if you're diabetic or pre-diabetic or something like that, it can affect you. Um, but also, um, what happens is if you, um, if you don't 
if you eat too many carbs and you don't burn it off, it will store as fat. And so that's the same. The, the only difference between a carb and a simple sugar is that carbs are uh, compound sugars. So they take longer to break down. And so as a result, your body gets more sustained energy. And that's not a bad thing. But but do keep your carbs, you know, within moderation because eating big, huge plates of spaghetti is fine if you're a runner or something. But if you're not doing a lot of exercise, just be careful of that, you know, um, because carbs can be a part of a complete and balanced meal, but uh, they can also uh, put, you can put on fat if you're, you're like, well, I only ate a small thing of pasta. Well, if you're eating pasta every day, it's storing Mm -hmm. as fat. So sugar and carbs are basically the same thing. They store as fat when you don't burn it off. So just, just know that going in. And um, that's why a lot of people nowadays go towards like uh, either a vegan or a vegetarian, like an octo, what's that called? Octo lacto vegetarian, where Mm -hmm. you don't eat meat, but you'll drink milk and you'll eat eggs and things like that. Um, But whatever works for you guys, you know, I'm not saying I'm not trying to be preachy because I'm not a perfect eater. um, But I do know that um, if you're something in your lifestyle isn't working, uh, try to rule it out. You know, that's what my doctor did. She's like, here, rule this out. Don't eat this for a while. Don't eat that for a while. Um, a lot of people, my, my friend, uh, she she said that a lot of people are allergic to um, the nightshade family. And so mm-hmm. potatoes are in the nightshade family. Um, and so any, you know, tomatoes, I think, are too. Think so. Yeah. so anything that's in the nightshade family, you may have an adverse reaction. And because it's a vegetable, you're like, well, I'm only eating healthy foods. You know, so just be aware of that. And if you're having a problem that you can't seem to figure out on your own, uh, I would recommend going to an allergist. An allergist can start isolating and ruling out what's causing your problems. Uh, like for me, um, I'm, I'm, I'm becoming uh, lactose intolerant. And so I can't stop eating cheese. I can't altogether. <laughs> no. um, so I've tried to learn ways to uh, mitigate that. And so like at nighttime, we have a sweet tooth. Um, we've, we've found this brand of ice cream called, uh, Fair Life. Fair Life, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Fair Life is a brand that, um, unlike, uh, brands that add lactate to it, um, this actually filters out the milk sugar. And so what you're left with is an ice cream that's not quite as creamy as real ice cream. Pretty uh, close though. But it has half the sugar and half, and, and no, none of the, uh, lactose. And so. And extra protein. And extra protein, right, because it concentrates those proteins. And so what you're left with is a product that has high protein, half the sugar, and uh, and, and none of the lactose. And um, while it's not a health food, so it's not, <laughs> it's not healthy, but it is a better choice than eating full uh, mm-hmm. ice cream with full fat or full yeah. cream, you know. So healthier. Yeah, exactly. Because that's really what it's all about, you guys, is, is you know, it's not about denying yourself fun. You know, everybody thinks that if you're, you know, oh, no, I got a 20-year uh, high school reunion. I got to lose 20 pounds in five days. <laughs> you know, it's like it's not going to happen. So so I would just recommend, you know, you know, giving yourself the proper amount of time to lose weight, uh, giving yourself the right amount of exercise, too much exercise. You fatigue yourself and then that starts uh, uh, making your body put out cortisols. And cortisols can store as fat. 
And so um, working out and working out hard is fine when your body's used to it, but do realize that there is a, a fine line. It's all about maintaining that balance, that homeostasis in your body. So um, just kind of whether it be your hydration or, or intermittent fasting or, or what you're eating, it's okay to eat, you know, like at nighttime, we, we, we eat about a half of that. Well, sometimes we'll eat a whole one. Depends. Yeah. yeah. But, um, and then we have a sweet tooth for chocolate. So instead of like uh, milk chocolate, we go for the dark chocolates now. And for whatever reason, um, it makes me feel good. I think it's like, you know, they say that like real chocolate um, produces a chemical in your brain that is comparable to love. Yeah. So, so serotonin like. Yeah. Think, I so believe. It, it probably. Like yeah. It probably kicks out those endorphins and stuff. So. Mm-hmm. So. Um, but, you know, like I said, everything in moderation and also be aware of what causes your headaches. For us, it has to do with windy days. Uh, abrupt changes of the weather, um, uh, being overly fatigued, you know, being overly yeah. tired. If you're not getting enough sleep or you're pushing yourself too hard at your job or even in the gym, uh, working out too hard, it can sometimes have uh, a delayed or, or a, a opposite effect, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, sure. um, wh- what else? Oh, we were going to mention the FMLA thing. Um, I don't know if how readily right. available it is, if you have to be with a certain type of company, but, um, I think FMLA is through the state. It so is, it probably depends on the state know. you live in. Yeah. But I found out about it quite a few years ago and it has saved my job. Um, with yeah. my job, if we run out of sick days, then if we call out, we get points for right. being absent. And after a certain amount of points, you know, cause there's nothing more empowering than treating adults like five-year-olds. Oh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so after a certain amount of points, you get written up and then yeah. eventually fired. And with FMLA, it's something the doctor fills out the paperwork, mm-hmm. sends it in, gets it gets it approved. So with mine, mm-hmm. I get four call outs a month that are protected by FMLA, so I can't get points for them. So yeah, it's it it makes me allows me to not have to work on horrible migraine days, which otherwise I would have to. Yeah, and that's hard. I mean, when a, when a, anybody who's had a bad headache or a migraine knows that um, they're hard. I mean, usually when yeah. I get a true migraine, I have to turn, I have to close the shades. I have to turn off all the sounds. I have to close the door. I usually put like an ice pack on my head or I put, I have with, uh, it's a ice, uh, it's a um, sleep mask that has um, little plastic beads in it and you freeze it in the freezer and you know, it, it warms up in about 20 minutes, but that, that 15 to 20 minutes is, is awesome. It just yeah. feels so good. Yeah. Um, so I would recommend a good, uh, sleep mask. Um, but, um, yeah, just when you have a migraine, um, you know, you can't function. And so if she had to go to work and function, um, Especially working at the customer service desk at the beginning of the month, we do money orders and I have to deal with a lot of cash. And if my brain is not functioning correctly mm-hmm. and I can't count correctly, that could cause some real issues too. So to be able to know that I can mm-hmm. call out and not get in trouble for it, it's it yeah. changes everything. And, I, and just so you guys are aware, um, that's done through the state. So uh, you 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 print out the paperwork. You you go to your doctor, and sometimes they'll even do it remotely from your home. Like if you fax it to them, uh, it just depends on your doctor. Um, but it's it's usually covered by your insurance. If you don't have insurance, look into Obamacare. 
Um, Obamacare has saved my life once upon a time. We have private insurance now, but Obamacare back in the day saved my butt, man. That's what gave, yeah. got me that surgery uh, to relieve my sinus. My sinuses. And I was shoulder. And my shoulder, yeah. And so, um, well, the sinuses were causing me to get a lot of migraines. And uh, I was getting a lot of uh, sinus infections. And that was causing headaches and stuff. So that really saved my butt. So uh, that's another thing to look into is if you're getting a lot of headaches and you've ruled out other things, another thing to consider is that you might have um, something wrong with your sinuses. Like, um, what's it called? A, A deviated septum. If you have a deviated septum, maybe your sinuses aren't draining properly and therefore uh, you might be uh, getting a lot of sinus infections and that can cause headaches and all kinds of disturbances. So just and dizziness, a lot of dizziness. So that's just something to keep yourself aware of. Uh, but I, what I wanted to say was uh, when I worked at Lowe's or as I call it blows, um, <laughs> sorry, if you work at Lowe's, <laughs> not my favorite company to work at, but um, but I met a lot of nice people there. But what what was what saved my butt there? Um, they didn't have FMLA. Well, they did have FMLA for um, full time workers, but I was considered a part time worker. And so, for if you're a part time worker and you're worried about saving your job, uh, look into uh, in in Lowe's case, it's called Reed Group. That's R E E D Reed Group, and that was a private company that facilitated your absences um, through a private company rather than through a, uh, you know, state run, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, group or facility. And so, yeah. so if you're, if you can't qualify for FMLA, do try to look into private companies like Reed group that will um, help you. Uh, they advocate for you. And, and if you go through Reed group uh, Lowe's, just like FMLA, uh, it legally protects your job in case you're having, too many absences because of migraines. And unfortunately, with a lot of this kind of stuff, you have to, to kind of take it upon yourself to look into it. Um, yeah. Because sometimes employers they don't, don't want to. Yeah, yeah, they don't tell you. They, they don't, don't want to tell you don't. because they don't want you to know your rights. Yeah. Because then you, you know, people will, quote unquote, take advantage of it and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. You know, and so really you got to look at, you know, it's not that all employers are mean or evil or bad. It's that they're looking out for their bottom line. And so you have to look out for your bottom line. So if you're pushing yourself too much at your job, you guys be aware of that. You know, you may want to cut back your hours a little. Maybe you want to, you know, uh, you know, maybe you need some kind of exercise regimen. Uh, maybe you're too tired to exercise. And so you're just not getting the cardio you need. Or, yeah. Well, yeah, it's hard. It's hard. And so if you guys need to exercise, I would recommend seven and 15 minute workouts. Google it. Seven minute workout, 15 minute workout. Um, you can get into excellent shape in a short amount of time uh, simply by staying aware of your workouts um, and, and your cardio. Um, you don't have to spend hours and hours at the gym to have the benefits uh, from exercise. So, um, like, for example, a lot of people watch TV in the evening. I used to um, – we don't watch a lot of uh, televised TV anymore. We watch a lot of, like, streaming stuff now. Um, so we don't have as many commercial breaks as we used to. And when we do, it's usually through, you know, uh, on demand and we just fast forward yeah. <laughs> through it. But if you have commercial breaks, push ups and crunches on commercial breaks, you can you yeah. could watch an hour long drama series and have your workout done by the end just in your commercial breaks. So mm-hmm. there are ways to to stay healthy, to stay fit. And um, 
Maybe you guys are having uh, depression or anxiety uh, from your job or, or maybe from a lack of sleep or maybe from uh, just negative energy. You know, uh, as an empath, I have to constantly deal with negative energy. And, that, you know, that doesn't mean I'm naive, like, oh, I can't take life. Um, but, the, you know, listen, you guys, life isn't meant to freak you the fuck out. It's not. I know we all think it is. But it's not meant, it's not there to fuck you up. It's not meant to be there to judge you or to criticize you or to make you scared. Um, life is meant to be, uh, you know, robust and um, energetically freeing. And if you don't feel free in your life, you don't feel free at your job, uh, I'm not saying quit your job tomorrow, but what I would suggest is figure out what makes you happy and do it for a living eventually. Work towards that off ramp. Because you might have a job that's just pulling you in too many directions. My mother, uh, she worked uh, full-time from 1976 all the way up to 2009 as a banker. Full-time. Never any breaks other than vacations. And by the time she retired, um, she retired because of a, a, a fibromyalgia diagnosis. She had a she had a, a shoulder injury that perpetuated her uh, fibromyalgia. And that's a way a lot of people with fibromyalgia end up finding out they have fibromyalgia is that they, they either have a surgery or they have uh, some something physically uh, injures them. And that brings on uh, this fibromyalgia or autoimmune response that makes your body go haywire. And so you may have fibromyalgia. You may have some form of autoimmune condition. You just never know. And so go to your doctor, tell them what you're experiencing. But guys, you know, I, I, I'm trying very hard to empower you guys because we live in a society, especially uh, in Western society, that, that doesn't always know how to take care of itself properly. And so it gets really easy to believe the hype from society that you have to keep pushing yourself and you have to be mm -hmm. perfect and you have to look perfect and you have to be tan and you have to be buff and all these things to work, 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 work. Yeah. And pretty soon, like my mom, she retired and I mean, she didn't have, you know, she, I asked her one day, I was like, so now that you're retired, you know, who are you? What, what are you, what are you into? And she's like, I don't know. Like she didn't know. She doesn't put um like, she doesn't know how to decorate really well. She doesn't put up nice pictures on her walls. She doesn't, you know, take uh, uh, pride or love into uh, knickknacks or, uh, uh, you know, some kind of hobby. Um, and, and, you know, and that's nothing against my mom. It's just that what happened to my mother is what happens to a lot of people is that you work, 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 and you, you get all of your identity out of that work. So for her, she was a banker and she took she was very good at it. You know, she had been a, a, a president of a bank or excuse me, a manager of a bank before she made pretty good money in the end, but it was a very stressful and tedious job. And so by the end, by the time she retired, she really didn't know who the fuck she was. Yeah. And you can't let life do that to no, you all because of will make you society like you pressure. To, but you have, yeah. to, you have to advocate for yourself and take care of yourself for you. Right. Right. You know, and that's like these days, you know, there's a lot of pushback from companies and corporations trying to push back because the pandemic uh, kind of changed the way people think about work. And a lot of people, you know, less people are going to the gym. And so gyms are suffering. I say, fuck them, um, rich bastards. Like, what do I care? You know, I know that sounds mean, but, you know, 
You got to look out for yourself, you guys. I would much rather work out at my house where I don't have to drive five, 10 miles down the road to run when I can run right here. Or I could have ran to the gym, worked out and ran back from the gym. You know, <laughs> it's like, I don't know. I just find going to the gym counterintuitive for, for me. I'm not, hey, if you guys like going to the gym, more power to you. Some, sometimes people like that because it gives them that societal pressure, like other people around and it, mm-hmm. especially if you're single, you're like, mm, hey, you know, <laughs> looking at guys and girls, you know, but for me, I, I prefer uh, my workouts to be meditative. And so even when I'm running, I, I want it to be something that I do that um, is uh, that in- incorporates mindfulness or thoughtfulness. So it's a form of meditation. I do. I've talked about this on my fitness episode where on the ground I do um, ground stretching, stretching and calisthenics. So a lot of stretching and, you know, uh, a lot of uh, deep tissue massage with a softball or a baseball. And if that's too you know hard for you, there are foam balls and other things that you can use. But I really would recommend you guys um, taking a total holistic approach to your life. And what do I mean by that? You know, I, I wanted to get into this in the end, and this is pretty much the it end. Um, <laughs> here we are. Yeah, here we are. Um, but yeah, uh, science has always been in conflict with pseudoscience. And where we draw that line honestly depends on how you see it. And so a lot of purists will say, well, you know, you can't take herbs. That's pseudoscience. And so what I would say is this. Um Always defer to your doctor. Uh, science knows best in most cases. Um, but sometimes a holistic approach isn't necessarily a bad thing. And what, what do I mean by that? Well, what I mean, like, for example, when I get headaches, I don't always uh, reach for the aspirin bottle. Sometimes I reach for uh, cayenne pepper. Um, your results may vary, but cayenne pepper, um, when you ingest it, it, it helps aid in digestion and a lot of times people's headaches uh, come from indigestion. I, I get them, like indigestion headaches. And there's a thing called abdominal migraines. Yeah. So yeah right. Your, your digestive health yeah. has a and, lot to do with your right. so not only Yeah, exactly. So not only does it help with digestion, but it also helps uh, thin the blood. And it helps your blood, uh, uh, you know, because it, it's pushing your blood. Because it's it's almost like my the way I like to see it is the blood is trying to run away from the cayenne. <laughs> <laughs> and so it kind of creates, um, it helps your capillaries stay healthy. Um, once you start getting um, vein and capillary uh, uh, collapse, uh, you start getting uh, into that level of lacking in, in, in cardio where you may end up having, um, you know, uh, pre-stroke symptoms where a lot of your veins and capillaries aren't moving blood as good as they used to. So uh, that's, of course, goes in, ties into cardio health. Um, but, but even if you can't exercise as much as you want, um, I've noticed that, um, yeah, uh, cayenne pepper works for me. I took one just before this podcast. I was getting a little bit of a headache. I didn't want to take more aspirin because I had already taken some. And so, yeah, I, I took that. Um, so, so what I would say about um, herbs and herbology, um, it's not all pseudoscience. It just happens to be holistic science. And just because something is a natural doesn't necessarily mean that it's fake. So, you know, doctors might talk you out of, you know, holistic remedies. And and what I would say is, yeah, use good judgment, use good, uh, you know, logic, logical sense. Use, you know, remember we used to have 
a good old fashioned thing called horse sense. Use your horse sense. You know, your common sense will usually tell you what's going on with your body. Listen to your body. Listen to what it's doing. Why, why, when I, you know, take this, do I feel anxious afterward? Why, when I do this, do I not feel good? You know, if something's making you not feel good, <clears throat> chances are it's not good for you, even your job. <laughs> so, uh, you know, because it, life is, is, is the great big balancing act, you know, so you're, you're, you're constantly in trying to maintain homeostasis in your body. And that is everything from hydration levels to chemical balance and, um, you know, uh, not working too hard, not exerting yourself too much. But exerting yourself just the right amount for the right amount. So, you know, it's not your body has a tremendous ability to adapt, um, but you have to give your body a fighting chance. So putting the right amount of protein in your body, putting the right amount of green vegetables and, um, you know, things that fight off free radicals, such as green vegetables, fighting free radicals that are, you know, help you prevent cancer oranges, orange juice, vitamin C. Uh, there used to be a thing in pirates. They call it scurvy. <laughs> scurvy is, is, uh, caused from a lack of vitamin C. So, and, and if you're a vegan, that's okay. Uh, but just make sure you're completing a protein correctly. So oftentimes, uh, I would recommend going to a dietitian, going to your doctor or looking up reputable sources, but completing a protein is a very specific science. And if you do, don't do it correctly, you may not be getting the protein that your body needs. And that's why I suggest if you can, uh, at least eat meat once or twice a week. Um, that, but that's up to your sensibilities. If you don't want to eat a critter, I get it because I don't want to either, to be honest. I wish there was a better way, but, um, you know, I'm a chef. I go wait. I'm old school and, you know, that's a hard habit to break. Yeah. You know, sure. but, um, did I miss something? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Holistic medicine, uh, can be a cure. Um, a lot of times, you know, you'll see a lot of pushback between, uh, doctors and chiropractors. Uh, that's because there's, there's a business side to all that. And of course the chiropractors don't want, don't want you to go to the doctor because, you know, doctors just want to push drugs on you. And the doctors don't want you to go to chiropractic because, they don't want you to get hooked into any kind of quasi pseudoscience. Um, but, you know, spinal manipulation can be a good thing. My, my best buddy, one of my best buddies, I have two best buddies, but one of my best buddies is a chiropractor. And, you know, there is a, a, a very healing uh, art to that. So don't think for a second that just because there could be aspects of pseudoscience involved that it's all pseudoscience. You know, I, I remember years ago I was on Facebook and I, there was this like group that was like making fun of chiropractic. And I was like, who the mm. fuck makes fun of chiropractic care? Like, you know, because a lot of people don't understand spinal manipulation. What you're doing is you're trying to uh, 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 get rid of what's called subluxations. And those subluxations are when you have pinched nerves or pinched limb or anything that's out of alignment once you restore that natural alignment, your body can then heal itself. And that's what it's all about. And so while there are holistic elements to chiropractic care, there are holistic uh, elements to uh, a lot of things like um, uh, healing and energy work, massage, deep tissue massage. Um, and so uh, acupuncture and acupressure, there is a lot of things that doctors and science will tell you is pseudoscience and 
while they may be true in the um, definition sense of the word, um, that doesn't mean that it's not going to help you. So I'm not saying when you have an acute problem to rely on magic healing, because that's not what this is about. What it's about is if putting good things in your body. If you put good things in your body, you're going to get good things from your body. So that's what I'm saying, you know. So, you know, if you can take something natural instead of taking drugs or medicine, I don't see any problem with that. Unless, if, yeah. No, I was just going to yeah. say, but at the same time, if natural things don't work, don't let people make you feel badly for using medication. Using medication. Right. And that's a big thing with depression. There's these memes that go around. Oh, you don't need a pill. Just go out in the woods. Well, yeah, walk go in the woods is nice, but sometimes you need a little chemical help and there's yeah. no shame in that. Yeah, exactly. There's that whole societal shame for mental health, and it's it's ridiculous. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that was my uh, computer. <laughs> I didn't realize I had my sound up. I, I turned my phone off. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so, so yeah, we've been dealing with headaches. I've been dealing headache for about three days now, and uh, I'm starting to come around. Um, but like I said, um, you know, think about all the different aspects of total body health um, are you overly stressed out at your job? Are you, are you, do you have balance in your work to play ratio or your work to sleep ratio? Are you uh, drinking enough fluids? Are you getting enough vitamins? Are you, are you, are you, you know, I mean, there's a total holistic uh, way of, of listening to your body and putting the right things in there. Um, but like I said, um, always consult a doctor or a specialist first. Go to the experts. Believe the science. That being said, that doesn't mean that you can't take a total body approach to things. You know, you can, you know, use herbs and herbology in place of drugs if it works for you. But if it doesn't, there is no shame or guilt in taking meds. Um, I take a Rizotriptan, which is Maxol for you guys, for my migraines. And it's a, a lifesaver. Sometimes it does for my head what nothing else can. It, yeah. it feels like it reverses that vacuum pressure that's causing that headache. Mm -hmm. And so it works. Yeah, it just it works. It works with your circulatory system. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, yeah, but, but also realize that if you take medications like that, uh, like Maxalt, uh, anti-nauseants, a lot of medications will um, play a role in um, releasing serotonin. And so there is a thing, there is such thing, a thing is too good of a thing where if you take too much max salt or something, um, you, you might get what's called, um, excuse me, I have to burp. <laughs> get there, babe. Alrighty. Mm. I don't know excuse what you're me. going for, but okay. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry guys. Uh, I had a hiccup or a burp. Uh, but what I was saying is, is that, um, uh, uh, serotonin syndrome where you can get too much serotonin in your body and you can actually get very ill and die from too much serotonin. And so there's a lot of medications that will have a, uh, a response of, of activating your natural serotonin levels in your body. And if you get too much of it, um, you can actually get very sick. So what I'm getting at is uh, maintaining a balance. For me, if I take too much Maxalt, like say two, three days in a row, I'll feel anxious by the third day. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, why do I feel on edge? You know, and I usually go for a run and it usually is short lived and it goes away. But I just want you guys to sort of be aware of all of the tools at your disposal. 
because um, life is not for the meek, you guys. And especially if you're an empath, especially if you consider yourself energetically hypersensitive, um, we kind of have to baby ourselves sometimes. You know, there's nothing wrong in our society with a little bit of good self-care. Absolutely. It's you know, so because, important. Well, yeah, because our society sort of makes you seem like you're weak if you have to take care of yourself. And that's yeah. bullshit. And that's the thing with my migraines. I have learned that some people will try to make me feel bad for being absent because of them. And right. I've learned to just kind of tell mm-hmm. those people to fuck off in my head because yeah. I need to take care of myself. Yeah. And yeah. And so important. Yeah, well, and that's that's what's the problem with a society is that we are all born into it and we all uh, feel the pressure to um, to sort of obey uh, society. You know, society puts pressure on us to look a certain way, to feel a certain way, to act a certain way. Um, and when you're not doing that, a lot of times you'll get pressured into doing things uh, that may not be good for your body because every person's body is different. So I would suggest, uh, like I said, a a total holistic approach to your life. It doesn't mean you can't take medications. It just means, you know, think about your life as a, as a, um, a work in progress. You're always going slightly up or you're always slightly going slightly down. And, um, you know, the right amount of exercise, the right amount of breaking a sweat, the right amount of cardio, uh, the right amount of uh, strength training, um, but also the right amount of rest and recuperation. And, um, you know, like, I don't know if you guys have watched that old uh, bodybuilding video with Arnold, that pumping iron. <laughs> uh, my dad got me into that way, way back in the day. And uh, there's many, many scenes of, of these buff dudes just laying out on the grass taking naps, Yeah, you know, because they work out. They train like six to eight hours a day. And, uh, and so they had to rest. And so that you'd see them crashed out, you know, these guys in their little G strings <laughs> <laughs> laying out on the grass there in Venice beach. But, um, but yeah, but that's what this is all about is not only is my mission to, um, help you guys understand where the line is. Don't listen to society. Listen to yourself. Listen to your heart. Listen to common sense. Um, if you're overexerting yourself and you're just not getting enough sleep or you're not getting enough rest and recuperation, realize that when you're working or working out, um, recuperation is just as important as exertion um, and putting the right things in your body. That doesn't mean that you can't have fun. That doesn't mean that you can't have a chocolate bar or uh, some ice cream once in a while. Uh, you know, uh, you know, life can't be only cotton candy. Sometimes you got to get your broccoli. But life can't be all broccoli because sometimes you got to get your cotton candy. So it's all about balance. Balance, you guys. Um, but, yeah, that's my big, giant uh, migraine episode. Is there anything <laughs> else? Did we miss anything? I don't think so. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm actually feeling kind of okay. I'm a little fatigued today because I think I'm having a, kind of a headache hangover. Oh, yeah. You know? Me too. I've but, been through a 10-day stretch. Yeah. So, yeah. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drink a bunch of water, and I'm going to go for a run later. Um, but I wish you guys all the best in your health, um, especially if you're sensitive. Uh, do listen to yourself. Self-care is important, you guys. And we live in a society that is uh, trying to exploit and take advantage of us. Don't let them do that. It's not what it's about. That doesn't mean that you can't challenge yourself. That doesn't mean that you can't try hard. But what it means is that 
you know, know your limitations, uh, uh, trust the science, but also trust intuition. If you can find a holistic way of doing something that allows you not to take meds all the time, hey, that's what I do. Um, I've tried uh, depression meds in the past, um, and they always made me feel anxious or weird. And so uh, I finally settled on taking, well, for a while I was taking Sammy, uh, but Sammy is very expensive. And so I was paying like $40 a month for that. Um, I, I developed a, a new way of combating my situational depression, and that's through uh, ashwagandha. Ashwagandha is a natural herb, and I'm not saying it is necessarily going to work for you, um, but it works for me. It really seems to help um, help me from just, it's a mood enhancer, kind of like uh, St. John's wort. Um, so there can be, uh, within reason, natural ways to uh, boost your serotonin, boost your serotonin, boost your testosterone. Yeah, go ahead. Well, and I'm the opposite. I've tried the natural way with my depression with ashwagandha and the St. Yeah. John's wort and all that, and it didn't work for me. So I have to take a chemical antidepressant and it's been a lifesaver. Yeah. So yeah, my friend takes one and, and he's much better for it. Um, I know that there's a lot of people out there uh, dealing with clinical depression um, I don't know if I have clinical depression or if I'm just, um, you know, an empath yeah. <laughs> kind of makes me dark, mm-hmm. you know, naturally. Uh, but anyways, that's what we have for today. This is our big giant headache migraine episode and total holistic health. Uh, just know your limitations. Know that society is always, it's a, it's a pushback. It's a, it's a push and pull. Your employer is going to try to get as much as they can from you. Um, so I try to advocate for the employee. Um, that doesn't mean I'm anti-employer. It just means that employers, they don't know where to draw the line sometimes. And sometimes you have to tell them, hey, this is where the line is, motherfucker. And uh, sorry, I'm not crossing it. So that's what I got for today. Um, I want you guys to live a healthy and happy life. I want us to be friends. I, wanna, I want you guys to join my tribe. Uh, this is a tribe for empaths, for... Um, uh, introverts for uh, sensitive souls. Uh, that doesn't mean regular folks can't be a part of it too. Uh, it just means um, I'm here to act and serve as a, uh, you know, an advocate. I'm an advocate. I'm a teacher. I'm an influencer. I, I want to help uh, our society sort of get right, you know, uh, understand uh, where the line should be drawn. And that's, you know, I think something that we're always trying to do in our life is, Find where that line is and, and try not to cross that line. Uh, you know, being healthy, being happy, being fit. <clears throat> it's all about uh, the right amount of exertion and the right amount of uh, recuperation. And so uh, just know where that line is for you. If you have health problems, if you have a medical issue, uh, this doesn't mean you can't exercise. Um, if you've gotten to the point where your uh, your weight is giving you trouble and you can't exercise, uh, seek out to a professional. Professionals can help you. If you're having mobility issues and you can't lose the weight because you're, you can't move around, uh, that's sort of my mom's problem right now. Is I mean, she's not obese or anything, but she's just she's got hip problems, and so she can't walk as like she could. And so we're trying to find uh, solutions for her, like uh, recumbent bicycles and things like that. There are always solutions. Um, but yeah, just know your body, you guys, and know yourself. And happiness comes from uh, the right amount of uh, discipline, but also the right amount of uh, caregiving. Be your own best caregiver. 
So that's what we have. Uh, thank you for listening to Surviving Empathy on Chef Bry Comedy. I want to thank my wife, Rebecca. Do you got any last words for us? Not really. But I, I'm I'm spooky nerdy gal on Instagram and Twitter. There so you if go. Anyone wants to follow me spooky and start a nerdy conversation gal. or message me or yep. feel free. Yep. And I'm at Chef Bry Comedy. That's B R Y. Chef Bry Comedy, you guys. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you one more time this week, hopefully, unless I get another migraine. I hope not. I'm, I think I'm feeling better, but yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. But um, I will try to get to you one more time this week, and uh, we want to thank you guys for being a fan, and we will see you guys next time. Thanks a lot, you guys. Love ya. Bye. Bye.